very carefully. However concrete physical reality is sectioned up, the result will be a state of affairs which owes its being to something other than itself. No matter how you section down physical concrete reality, no matter how small you break it down, no matter what you do with it, you end up with the state of affairs that that physical quantity owes its being to something else and is not self-existent. It is not self-explanatory. If I were to bring an apple to you and show you that apple, you can cut that apple down, you can grate it, you can slice it, you can take it under all kinds of uh, uh, telescopic or microscopic study or whatever it is, you'll end up with the same reality that it doesn't explain its own existence. Now, that every physical state, listen now, no matter how inclusive, has a necessary condition in some specific type of stage, state which precedes it in time and is fully existent prior to the emergence of the state which it conditions. What does that mean? You take this apple. You know the apple didn't bring itself into, its, into being. Whatever was needed to bring that apple into being, a full-grown tree in your backyard or whatever, had to pre-exist and all the conditions needed for that tree to exist prior to the bringing forth of this apple had to be completed in time in order that this apple through the blossom may then ultimately grow as a fruit on that tree. The apple doesn't explain its own existence. It is dependent on something which also had to be completed in time in order to produce the entity you are discussing. But the reality is, neither does the tree explain its own existence. You go back across a series of physical causes, and there is not one example in the physical universe of a physical quantity that explains its own existence. And to add to it, if you start back from the apple I'm illustrating, and go back all the way to the series of causes. You cannot have an infinite series of causes in time because if you had to have the infinite series of causes, it would never have arrived at this moment. That was Ravi Zacharias going in. Ravi. Shout out to Ravi. And I love the quote that he has in that same sermon. He says, he, referring to God, uh, the, the God of the Bible, uh, he is the only entity in existence whose reason for existence is himself. In other words, he is self-existent for the purposes of nothing else outside of himself except himself. That's deep. Meaning, he doesn't need anyone. Need yeah. He doesn't need anything to evolve. He doesn't need to grow in love. He doesn't need to grow in patience. He doesn't need to grow in any experience. He is infinite in in all of those areas uh, alone within the context of the Trinitarian model. Um, and he goes on to say, all other entities exist by virtue of something else. For that reason, he alone is perfect. Saying other gods, all other gods, 
There is no other god. There is nothing. Yeah, there yeah, is yeah, no yeah. other gods would be with a with a lowercase g. Exactly. You know, they, there is no capital so g. Gods. Yeah, they're so-called gods. They, exactly. They are generally, you know, and then we can talk about spirit beings influencing particular people groups, and they lift those people up as deities. That's one thing. Um, or but they lift those still, spirits up, they but they're still, still created beings. Mm-hmm. That need necessity. Correct. Yeah. They, they did not self-exist. They were created, and, and, and they have purpose outside of themselves, whether, they, whether their purpose was you know, distorted and, and they went their own route or whatever the, the, the spirit uh, situation was with you know, the, the spirit that's exalted. Either way, um, it's still a created being. And um, you know, even if you think about other religions that have created for themselves a follower or person who creates a following for himself and, and institutes a system and then, then it becomes a religion and then they, they're worshipped and so forth, they're still not self-existent. They, they're limited in their being particularly people mm-hmm. i think in venezuela you know the, there's a movement that chavez is uh you know he's being exalted as 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 a christ yeah. figure and not for nothing but a savior yeah not the people right and, and and to say that you know he's a hero uh for some people and for most people he's not he's a villain yeah. uh but let's say he was a hero for a particular people group to worship this person as deity or as god capital g yeah you forget that when he wake woke up in the morning he stubbing his air. toe yeah yep. he stubbed yeah. his toe that boy can't he walk was hurt yeah that he that he could die and not rise again he's dead people are now calling for another chavez right we need someone just like him Nah, you don't within a generation that yeah. person's gonna be forgotten mm-hmm. and so i think you know we 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 mistakenly create for ourselves yeah. the way we saw with Israel um, you know in the Old Testament when God freed them from Egypt they created for themselves an object of yeah. worship because yep. that's who we are it's that out of sight out of mind because it's so heavy that we have to see something I need to be able to see it to believe it so you know I see presidents and I was able to see three or four or five and I there was none like the one back in the day there was none like this one and i need one just like that one to come up because without that we're not going to be we're not going to be in the right way we're not going the right way this is this is my idol my savior and you see that through egyptian times and what they worshiped and what they put on themselves and how they worship those things that they put on themselves it's crazy you see in old testament too where uh israel was was run by god god was the king and when they said hey you know we want to be competitive we want to be just like these other nations he's like no you don't you don't want that you will be weaker you will be a weak nation and he explained all the consequences and they said no 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 we still want that and he's like i'm going to turn you over to your desire are you still sure your king here's your king here's your stuff and bam you know just uh, a nation of of, of rise and fall, rise and fall, rise and fall, rise and fall. That's what the, we like to look within ourselves, within this world for 
for that affirmation. Funny thing is, John Calvin, uh, he's quoted in saying, there has never been a tribe from an indigenous land that was discovered to be atheist. That's an interesting thought. That's, that is super interesting. Is is when there and, and you would think more books that you read, the more knowledge that you have, it would point you, you know, closer. But they had we're talking about indigenous, like very low probably IQ if they were to take anything, and right. they still all came to the same that that yeah, that's so the place different. that we are now as we grow technologically and we kind of grow worldwide as one nation because of how much communication we have it's almost like the more you grow in intellect and wealth the less you need god but in reality the more you study the world and how it operates and you study the the nature of man and our sin and you study all the all of the uh the the mental diseases and you study all the consequences of history and so forth it should point us to uh you know problem it should point us to solution but it should really point us to not question if there is a god because there is absolute proof that god exists if anything it should cause us to wrestle with the idea that you know man all this craziness like god why did you make me and that's a different type of language to say god doesn't exist period and and there is no god and and, and, and all this craziness that's happening in university systems, there should be an automatic acknowledgement that there is a God, and God, I, I'm struggling with this piece. It's a whole different position to be in. Totally different position. I mean, I have an article that discusses how it's not, it's not a logical problem, it's an emotional problem. And it talks about how the atheist cannot account for the existence of laws of logic, why they're immaterial, why they are universal, and why they do not change with time, and how human beings can possibly know about them or their properties. So it's basically discussing how the atheists can assert their set of belief, but yet it's mostly they cannot really deny God. It's in their it's in our hearts to know God. And though we don't know him absolutely, there are things that we can know absolutely true about him. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Being yeah. an emotional an emotional struggle so we can have say for example uh evil and we can always denounce god but it's because we're experiencing something and yet we don't want to assert that things are happening because of certain laws in science or laws of nature where a hurricane can pass by by the circulation of air pressures going together and we automatically just because something happened we're easily to denounce god even though we believe in no God. Mm. That's what makes what Rabbi said so so crazy. Because you can know why the wind did that or or where this chemical, what this chemical is, and then the breakdown of that chemical. But you'll never be able to, within that chemical, know the existence or even the why. The why is huge behind it. You know, you can, you can track the weather just like you guys are talking. Yeah. Track and... And, and identify and point out and label and all that but the why only comes from the creator and and that you know the why piece of that is where we look into scripture to understand you know uh, particularly when it comes to humanity but also hum- humanity's purpose on this earth and how we interact with the earth 
there's just so many different philosophies of how we need to recycle and how we need to not eat meats and how we need to do this. And, um, but there's a stewardship that comes along with being human and there's a responsibility. And I think, um, you know, with some, some, uh, philosophies out there, even those who claim, uh, to be of the Christian influence, uh, could very easily confuse it and to say, well, God, the, the, you know, the world is going to end and we're going to get a new heaven, new earth, so it doesn't matter, we'll just be wasteful. That's counter to what Scripture says. We need to go back to Scripture and mm-hmm. stop uh, being disillusioned by uh, pure you know, philosophies that are out there or being thrown back and forth by the wind of just different thoughts that sound good, but got to compare it back to the Word. Got to see what the Word says. That's the beauty of it, though, entirely, because we can always go back to Scripture because Scripture itself reveals who God is. And just in knowing who he is, we can have a solid foundation or conviction saying that he is God. So we always will go back to it like Jesus or the Spirit or the Father. And we can always debate with other atheists. We can debate with Christians and ourselves, but the Scripture will tell us the attributes, who he is, and also our purpose of existence the uh the trinitarian view of god um, according to christian philosophers is the only view of god that makes him complete within himself so when you have just a pure monotheistic view Mm -hmm. like islam or judaism and and, and you just have this picture of a single God who dictates to people what they need to do and how they need to do it and so forth. Mm-hmm. And there's no relationship. There's no, um, you know, within, within the, what they call the dance of, of, of the Father, Son, and Spirit, there has been an eternal um, relationship, a love. A, um, uh, there just has been, uh, you know, a place where they are complete within themselves and yet it's one god whereas if you have the monotheistic version of god you have someone who had no one to love you had someone who had no one to relate to you have someone that um really to to it had he he would have had to experience yeah he would have had to have new experiences correct And, and that's a huge a huge flaw in monotheism that now that you know me, there was no other you, so now you're experiencing something new as a God because here's a second person. This is your first encounter with talking to somebody, your first encounter with with some sort of conversation, your first encounter with that. And in this experience, all these experiences that you're having, are you truly God? Whereas the Trinitarian God has already experienced love, family, speaking, has already experienced these within himself, this group that now outside of himself has no necessity. He doesn't need for us as other gods to worship him. There's no real need. He doesn't get smarter. Yeah, he doesn't get stronger like Hades if we start. Or, or like Zeus, if we pray more, or what, whatever that may be. If I'm mm-hmm. calling upon thunder, I don't want to pick on the on the Greek gods, but 
it, it he doesn't get any any less or more there is no necessity outside of himself and so thus when we we are like us outside of himself we can hold strong that nothing's taking him by by storm there's right. no blind side to this he understands what we're going through and then took it a step further and became a man mm. and and walk that life right. that we did well i mean then you have the other other pieces of that where you still have the one god uh but then you you dive into deism so you have the one god yep who made everything but he is so powerful and so intelligent not saying the god of the bible isn't because he is he's infinitely powerful infinitely uh, uh intelligent he you know he has all the attributes that you know we can't even comprehend um it, yet at the same time he relates to his creation and and we'll dive into that even in, in a bit but there's a relationship with his creation to the degree that God so loved the world that he he gave his only son that forever whoever should believe in him shall not perish but have eternal life that while we were yet sinners while we were his enemies when we made ourselves his enemies um you know Christ died for us to absorb the wrath that is to come which is eternal separation from God or you know um but in deism there is no relationship with God it's just you create it, it runs like a clock, and you guys kind of, you know, no matter how many, how much your prayers happen. You guys fend for yourself. He's, yeah. he, he then in deism becomes a coach. He's somebody on the sideline. He's somebody that not even. really, really, yeah, really not doesn't even. even have. He can step in when he wants to. He could sit down. He could do whatever he wants, but it's not relational mm. within that aspect. He's not inside of his own creation that he's created and within it and works within it and moves within it and breathes within it. Mm. He doesn't do any of those things. He's more of an outside, do whatever you want. Bruce Almighty. He answered all those emails and just press enter. That was a very unrelational move to do. Just everybody won the lottery. That's funny. He didn't care about anything. Bruce. And you could see a, a, a view of they were trying to show some portion of theism, but a lot of his, his acts and his attributes in that movie were, were very were, were very deism-like. That's where we're being pushed a lot nowadays, though, in the media is deism. Yeah. How? Uh, so. Some of the movies, some of the shows I hear people oh, talking man. about. Um, I used to watch a show religiously, if you could say, uh, Supernatural. And that's basically what they pushed, saying that God was outside, not really touching on man or he can't that be he, bothered. he backed away. And then the angels took over and were the ones that set that authority. I mean, God, hel God helps those that help themselves, right? That's, that's kind of yeah, the thought yeah, process. Yeah. But that's not the reality for the biblical God. The biblical God... Um, it, it, the reality is um, that we're all like sheep who have gone astray, that none are good, that all are unrighteous. And in fact, no matter how intelligent, how wise, how mighty you are, uh, you still fall short. You're going to stub your toe. You can't get out of bed. You're going to, you know, uh, you're you're the most powerful man. I have all the money in the world. And you like put your hands up and you're outside. You're like, yeah. And then suddenly there's like a little bit of wind sand gets in your eye you're blind son yeah, like yeah. you're done like does it, not going doesn't anywhere. that wow you it's crazy doesn't I that wow you the like, fact oh, i'm so limited the fact that 
it's counter everything that we see nowadays. Right. Like you can look if you ever just want to get get not not rebuked, but just humbled for a second. You can always go back to the word and it's just it's awesome to think really about it and say, you know what, when you come back to to the the Jesus of the Bible, he's he's going to look at you and that millionaire the exact same way. He's going to tell you guys that you guys at the cross, it's all level. He is he's looking at it from a different view. He's throwing that money aside and saying this man has sin and this man has sin. You're astray. I'm astray. And he's showing all of these things that are showing more commonality within us than we ever see nowadays because we're so different and we're so hyped on being different. Like, mm. what can I post that's different? How am I different? What can I do that's different that we don't find any of those that traits unity anymore. thing that, it's, you know, everybody's looking for where they find their own group. Exactly. And, you know. Yeah. Uh, you find real unity in 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 our condition. Mm -hmm. We find real un in unity in the fact that we beautiful. are all sinners yeah. and we were enemies of God, but Christ came. And skin is out the way. Yeah. right there. My my checkbook's skin, out the way. Everything. My bachelor's degree is out the way. Everything that. that we hold is out of the way, and we look at each other for for a moment in time. Right. As as equals in this condition absolutely we equally need jesus absolutely in order to walk in order to talk in order to continue and then you're able to look at the rest of the things around mm -hmm. you and say well this is now just a condition or an effect an after effect of the love of christ yeah. of the grace yep. that he's given me you may only have one shackle and i may have five and you may have 25 that's right i got 25 if, you know what yeah. i'm saying but <laughs> if we don't look at that it's just an after effect of our condition of what we have and then we're able to really look at that from a common place and not really look at the amount but now it's more like what are we doing with i that think amount? even generosity goes up you know selflessness goes up um, everything it's charities it's go up yep. um i mean so many things go up you know giving people opportunities no judging uh you know there's a lot that goes into that and uh you know unfortunately we try to push agendas and thoughts without substance and we need substance and the substance that is universal is the one who created us in you know namely jesus um and we see that unity as well in scripture where in acts it's talking about how the church actually came together and they were giving away their possessions their property and even tacitus writes about it they were counterculture to what the romans used to believe in which was give me more or I have this position of power and yet the Christians were gathering all together being as one as a true community everybody I, had if I have everybody has that's fire I mean it, Jeremiah 9 23 to 24 uh, this is God speaking he says let not a wise man boast uh, of his wisdom and let not a mighty man boast in his might let not a rich man boast in his riches nice. but instead let him boast on this, that he knows me, that I am the Come Lord on. who exercises loving kindness. I am the Lord who exercises justice and righteousness on earth. Those things I delight in. Bring so that. don't don't boast on the fact that you have a title. Don't boast on the fact that you have uh, some initials next to your yeah, name. Don't yeah, boast yeah. on the fact that, you're, some that your bank account. Income, yeah, you got some nice passive income, whatever. Boast on the fact that you know me. 
I'm God, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No me. And it's not saying that those things that we're talking about may not be, uh, may not be not a good thing or they could, or, they're, or they're or wonderful great things. things or or awesome things, but they're they not are, they're nothing it. in comparison nope. to to what he has done. They're nothing and in comparison to him. Yes. We've created, Nothing. we establish identities and other things. We establish identities that, you know, I go to this school or I work at this job or I have this talent and it's great. You have those things. That's phenomenal. But <laughs> yo, it yeah, doesn't yeah, substitute yeah. for him. Yep. Can you imagine us thinking that way? Like, just like we're walking and somebody's like, yo, you see that Dodge Viper or you see that Evo and you're just like, yeah, but it's not no Jesus. <laughs> that ain't got nothing on Jesus. That's, uh, what is it? Uh, Michael Jr. I don't know if you know that comedian, uh, Michael Jr. He's like, you know, somebody who's oversaved. <laughs> like, he just stop <laughs> making comments like that. Yeah. He's just everywhere walking around. That's like, it. But it ain't got nothing on Jesus. It kills real. the whole vibe. Funny. You're just like, oh. Funny piece of that is um, I'm reading a book called Killjoys. Um, and, and in the book, it talks about envy. And it, it talks about the seven deadly sins, essentially, and it breaks it down lovely. And did you tell me about that book, G? I Killjoys. All right, you don't you, remember you that. You better take didn't. that credit. Yeah, no. And so envy, it talks about that. Like, we look at, uh, it's, it's different than pride in many ways, but, but envy in that way to where even those comments could be deeply rooted in in envy, envy yeah. hatred, mm-hmm. wanting to see someone fall instead of celebrating with them to be like, that's exactly. right, yeah, dude, yeah, my yeah. dude got that viper, son. You better, yeah, ride that thing around. You that's don't, you won't see that. You ain't gonna, you see, ain't that. gonna see nobody being like, yo, drive that viper, baby. <laughs> I see you. No one's gonna do I'm that. I'm gonna do that now. I'm that's gonna it. start doing that. I'm gonna yeah. do that. I'm Even, like, Go ahead, but you gotta wait, wait, wait. But you gotta do it with the Hondas too. And you got to do it with the that's with true. the with the hoopties because drive that hoopty, drive that hoopty. What was that Lecrae song? He's like uh, uh, chilling in my. <laughs> no, he's like, <laughs> like what is it? I forgot. Like be cool with the fact that you don't have AC and yeah, like yeah, let yeah, it whip, yeah. let it whip. That was the song. <laughs> that's that's I thought it. You were talking about Jesus music. That's what <laughs> I thought he was talking about. Oh no 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 no! Right. With my top but down. we do that. We do a portion of that envy that you're talking right. about. And if we think about it, we we do that with everything. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're talking about saying, taking it to a crazy extent and looking at a viper and saying that ain't got nothing on Jesus. But we actually do the opposite to that. And it works opposite when you look at another woman walking by and you kind of put your wife and your mind up there with her. And then you're like, OK, she ain't got nothing on my wife, you know. Or it could play to the opposite extent and you could see something that happens to appeal to your eyes and to how you like it and the way you like it. And then you're like, for a second in your mind, no matter what, you're saying, dang, she does got something on my wife. Right. And you could do that to anything. You do it to the viper. And that's why, to your point, Mike, people don't applaud other people. It's because they have this backward way of this super ultra always comparison i'm always going to compare something we were looking at for headphones for the just this stuff and we were on comparison i think we went we spent like 45 minutes touching headphones i was like i don't know we were there this was three dollars more the wires were quick (laughs) the 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 piece of equipments were quick but the dang headphones we went back and got a different set of headphones think about that 
So there's this ultra always comparison <laughs> that we have. And G doesn't even wear the headphones. Yeah, G don't even wear his headphones, man. He got And I have my own gaming too. headphones. He yeah. has the best headphones <laughs> he out does, there, bro. And he never shows up with headphones. Have you put them on? You got to try them on. They are they're his? lovely. I yeah. got one in the mail coming. They're not. I just compared mine to his. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, yours is trash. Yours is garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yours is so 2014. Right. Instead, you know what, G? Wear those headphones. Rock those headphones. Rock those gaming <laughs> headphones. Okay, but bro. don't mess up your hair because we like your hair. That's so it. Just want to make sure. But anyway, so uh, so you know, going down even to to talk about. All right, so so we establish deism. Mm-hmm. God is away. Runs like a clock. You know, those are some of the like the Masons. That's what they really believe. Unmoving, There's one supreme being. The early without, church but, fathers. I mean, the early uh, American fathers. Right. The American like uh, Thomas Jefferson. People all those think that yes. they're talking about God and himself from Scripture, but yet they were very deist. Correct. Correct. To um, you know, then you have some of the other worldviews that are that are you know they stem away like polytheism. You know, there's multiple gods and 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 gods are coming up and they're popping up all the time. So there's a lot of systemic contradictions within those systems because even though they boast in the fact that they have a lot of gods and those gods are men and women that have wisdom, earthly wisdom, um, there's systemic contradictions because. Uh, one person will affirm one thing, another exactly. person will affirm another can, thing, and they're placed on equal. How keel can the for god worship. of sun talk with the god of night or the god of the moon at the exact same time in the exact same place when one is calling for complete night and the other one brings complete brightness in the room? And how does that how does that work out together? Right. How do both of them meet, but both of them coexist? Well. When I go to sleep, it starts getting dark, and, and no, they but, never meet. And they're but those, that's where you have room for, you know, uh, where you have room, like in the Greek mythology. Yeah. And the, the gods are so human-like. Yeah. It, the difference it's where it's believable. Right. Yeah. Right. In in scripture, where you have, uh, you know, where you have Jesus, the historical Jesus, the real Jesus, the guy, you know, Jesus that walked this earth. Um, there's eyewitness accounts, the whole whole nine, everything that we've what stressed we over this podcast. Um, the he he lowered himself, became a servant for the purposes of redeeming humanity, and he did that once. Now he is in an exalted state post resurrection, and now he is sitting at the right hand of the Father, interceding on our behalf, being worshipped by seraphs all day. And that's a picture of a of Jesus in his exalted state where he always was outside, though, of our time. Correct. Outside of time, outside of space, yeah. yet still having relationship with exactly. us. It's insane yeah. to even think about. But when you talk about polytheism and you say, you know, the the Greek gods or the the Roman gods or whatever, they're so human that people, you and I have the ability to judge them on the basis of different forms of morality. People try to do that today with, yeah. with the God of the universe, the only God, um, the God of heaven and earth, the God who created everything. Um, they try to place judgment on him based on the laws that he intended for us. God operates yeah. outside, of, outside of time and space. He himself is perfect, yet an imperfect people try to judge him with the laws that he created for us. In the, cra- the, the notion of that is trying to humanize this infinite being 
who, if we are creation and he's creator, if I was the creator of this laptop, I can do what I want with the laptop. The laptop cannot impose laws on me as the creator of the laptop. If I say, ah, you know what? The system's just not working out good. Let me take out these wires. I'm gonna take out these wires. I'm gonna change the keyboards. I'm gonna shine it up. Ah, it's not doing good. I'm gonna just trash it, start all over. He can do that. He made it. He's, he's the inventor. He can do whatever he wants with his invention. The George Foreman machine, how many times he's changed the colors, how many times he's changed the yep. angle where it tips, how many different signature colors he's had. He can do whatever he wants. It's his invention. It's the same thing with us. We're his invention. So he, if he decides he's just going to take everybody out because of the fact that we've broken his laws, he can do that. I can't. I'm going to impose laws on him. We try to humanize him. We try to humanize this infinite God. And that works for polytheism. Does not work in a monotheistic, and in our case, the Trinitarian view of God, which is uh, the God of the Bible. It just doesn't work. Um, uh, and so there's a lot of systemic flaws when you try to impose that, uh, particularly from different sides. Um, just a couple more I'm going to name and then we'll keep going. Um, pantheism, where essentially... You know, there's no personal God. Everyone interacts together with a God who kind of flows through everything, like cows energy and, and time. energy, and you meditate and you do the yoga. New Age movement. Yeah, you put your well, leg we're in this being position. Really fed a lot of it's real New Age. Yeah, I mean, we're being fed now that we have to flow or be in the uh, the right vibration or be all in the same frequency. And if you don't vibe with me, I can't vibe with you. So I'll push you away because your beliefs are not the same as mine. Or like if you have a, if you're in an office setting, I guess it's called feng shui, right? You have to you have to set up your office or set up yeah. your home to face in a certain direction so you can get certain vibes. But if you, <laughs> I've I've read like some of it. It's funny because it's like you have to face east and then you get this, but you face west, you get like the same thing. It's like no matter what, you're yeah. gonna get some kind. It's it's so strange. Um, but yeah, you know, that, that's where the, the pantheism comes into play. There's no personal God. There's just, you know, this the, uh, uh, witchcraft has that. You know, witchcraft yep. kind of has that notion in it. Um, pagan religions, mainly ancient uh, pagan religions like the Egyptian religions and so forth. Pantheism, you know, everything's God. There's not one supreme being. And even if there is one supreme being who's above everything, there are other gods that are that are sub him like uh I, I don't know what you would call that like uh not deities you would call them like something else hercules something you there would call was someone them, like, in a, a forum that was something. saying that we have all become pagan now and that tolerance has now become our god tolerance is our god because we're willing to accept them anyway yep we see say. bumper stickers saying coexist mm -hmm. so if it works for you it works for you basically the mentality that's going around and, now and that can never be really played out legit that's legitimately that's not going to get played out whoever has the biggest group with the largest funds in their mm -hmm. account who speaks the loudest talks the loudest willing to hold the large you know biggest banner hold the biggest parades those are the people going to have the biggest voice come on let's be real if they want to push something they're going to push something yep. if christians rally together with the number of Christians that are around the world and we decide we're going to put, you know, we're just going to get together and say whatever, we make things happen. Example, Chick-fil-A. True. Try to shut down Chick-fil-A. Christians are like, huh? 
No. <laughs> Non-Christians would definitely like, huh? Non-Christians no. are like, yo, they there's a like, lot yo. of people there. And there's a lot of chicken sandwiches. Yeah, I'm going to hit that chicken place up. <laughs> it's crazy, right? You know, you rally around chicken. Man, I lost, I lost two friends over that, man. Over chicken? Yeah. Nah, it definitely wasn't. Because you went to chicken. Chick-fil-A. That's because I went to Chick-fil-A that day. I went to Chick-fil-A. I told everybody, I was like, yo, I went to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I'm I posted a, it. The thing is that I posted it, and really we shouldn't call it posting. We should call it boasting, uh, from now on. So we're boast. I boasted it that you went and, to Chick Fil A, uh, and that I went to Chick Fil A, and that was in my eyes that was a wrong move. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, yeah, 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 I'm just using it as an example no, to no, say I'm if just, we rally yeah, together, course, yeah, the yeah. people with the largest voice, the largest audience, is going to be the people who influence. So the the no, the notion that you know coexist, yeah, coexist to degree that you step on my toes but until you selling right until you selling rocks that, yeah. you selling rocks in my neighborhood then when you stepped in my block yeah. you know it's a wrap so come on it's a relativistic approach that really uh contradicts itself absolutely um you know then you have agnosticism you got gnosticism uh and then obviously you have atheism which denies god altogether so we won't get into the facets of all the different ones uh but it's it's this notion of of the different gods that are part of the system and and you know what makes the god of the bible different and why he is set apart from everything else in addition to um you know in addition to his attributes you find more i find more more resistance from atheism than i do from an agnostic that's what i found more resistance to more more battles more words maybe it's because if you consider yourself atheism there's a large percentage that uh that's studied up and ready to battle whereas if you consider yourself agnostic you might be more laid back and just kind of well, like agnostic whatever about it agnostic doesn't deny well there's two kinds of yeah agnostics. it doesn't deny or affirm right there's two kinds though there's one that says there is definitely a God. There's evidence for it, but we he can't really be know. known. Yeah. yeah. And then the other version know. is, ah, I don't really know God exists. Yeah. yeah. He might. Yeah. Nothing. Right. So they're in I this place in with something. They yeah. Say. So they're in this place with like, ah, I'm not too sure. I'm not where it, that's, but not necessarily actively seeking yeah, it out in, necessarily. In its own explanation. That's almost like more of a laid back view. Just like, you know what, dude? Yeah, you know, I don't uh, know. Speak, maybe yeah, you speak Greek or Italian. Yeah, yeah. Hey, how you doing? We all yeah. speak. Yeah, yeah, we all speak. Nice. We all like pasta. <laughs> so it's all right. You know, but the atheism, I definitely it, just in myself being atheist back in the day, I've a lot more resistance. That's to today. I mean, today's atheists are very militant. And I think that's even starting with like Nietzsche and mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and, and all the other influencers from that time on very uh sarcastic very barbaric it's gonna get worse as right. christianity starts losing its voice in this pattern of history uh as we start being less and less and less and it's not more of a trend anymore to be this it's more of like the the opposite like back in the day it was more praised for you to be a believer and shunned if you were anything other than that and now we're in that opposite age where 
you're a believer you almost don't want to say nothing like you don't want to stand up for what you believe god forbid you tell somebody now nah, you believe in god that's waving a certain flag and it's it's now shunned because of the numbers that they provide is makes makes anybody you know you put yourself in front of 20 people you may feel scared you know but flip the script and put those 20 people behind you you're gonna do things and act th things and do and believe stronger than you ever did i mean that's why the utopian the utopian society where everyone can believe what they want to believe and we can work. all hang out that's that's if everyone remains silent and in essence there's always going to be a dominating party who yep. who initiated the silence or who forces the the, the, belief. the agenda exactly yeah. you see that in some of the uh i've seen some of those uh when they have how am i losing my words put throw 20 people in a room and i seen focus one, group? yeah focus groups there we go you i've seen a focus group where it was basically to show whether somebody was a leader or whether somebody wasn't and i've gone through some within my company for them to kind of weed out and know a little bit more of you and automatically the focus group is meant to even if there isn't really anybody with leadership quality somebody will rise something will happen where somebody would that's even feels uncomfortable will rise up as a leader and you'll start seeing more people follow but the train by the end of the hour he may not be the leader anymore so if you just look at it from that aspect history think about all the years that we've had and people actually dying and you know third generation leaders in in their kingdom and it's just not going to last we're going to see the the, the pattern of history and right. the tapestry of history show similar patterns mm -hmm. throughout history. Yeah. Where one group is more powerful than the other because of either intellectual influence or force or money. You know, right now that's all we have. And it's, it's, it's just more and more and more the, the desire to, to create a false excitement about certain things like right now that floyd mayweather uh mcgregor fight don't there talk, is don't talk about that so much that's close to my that's close to my heart right dude, now. dude there is so much fake stuff so that to promote yeah, yeah, yeah. to promote an event but it gets everyone emotionally riled up to believe that these events are happening this is happening or this is what was said and then some drama on this side and other people are talking over here and it's all orchestrated to promote the the main the the end goal is to promote a fight how they do that it taps into your it's propaganda yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. it taps into your emotions it taps in your brain it plays with you so that you spend that hundred dollars because the ultimate goal is a hundred dollars that you're gonna mm -hmm. spend or buying the tickets to get to the event. That's all it is. I saw in the theater uh, the other day, I was watching a movie, and they showed a little trailer of how you can now watch it in the theater. Just get your tickets early. I was just like, even in the theater now, yeah, when pushing. I remember it was just pay-per-view or but, you go to the actual event. But when we look at an event like this, you can find hope and faith in that the God of the Bible tells us that everything that we see under the sun, nothing is new. We've seen this before. Oh, yeah. yeah this yeah. has happened before. May not happen to the extent 
that because we have computers and stuff like that um, in our generation, but generations before, you don't think there was a coliseum and you don't think there was two people that they wanted to see fight more than anything. But even and more than that, like any any type of agenda exactly. that wants to get pushed, they're gonna tap. They're gonna find. I saw this thing. Um, I saw this thing where it was like uh, it was like uh, people of different religions sitting at a table uh, doing drugs together. And just talking casually, including like priests and rabbis oh, and atheists. Uh, yeah, a whole bunch of stuff. Like, and they put it, and they have people dressed for the part, and then young, influential people or people who don't think for themselves are suddenly looking at that instead of looking at it immediately with doubt, wanting proof. They'll look at they'll look at scripture, they'll look at Christianity that has been tested through centuries and been reaffirmed over and over and over again and has not been not been uh disproven historically it hasn't been disproven philosophically it hasn't been disproven period it's just a lot of assertions going around with people who have good enough money to do promo and they will be faster to put skeptical eyes on the bible but they won't put skeptical eyes on a video of these dudes sitting at a table dressed apart and they put a little caption. This is a priest. This is a rabbi. This is this. This is that. And all these guys doing drugs. Yeah, everybody's cool with it. They could just. They're all the same dude, just dressed in the outfit, and yeah. that's it. Like, but that when you walk away from that clip, or you walk away from those little video blurbs, you walk away brainwashed yeah. to whatever agenda is the end agenda. Whatever the, the 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 television agenda is, whoever sold out to get that fat check. And the fat check is like, yo, you know, we're going to give you this hundred million dollars, but this is what you have to do in return. You got to be like a Dave Chappelle. You got to be like, you know what? I'm not taking that. I'm not taking that money. I can't sell out. I just can't do what you want me to do because that's not who I am. And you got to be able to walk away. You think most people walk away from 50, hundred million dollars, $10,000, $1,000, $500. Anybody, people ain't walking away for any kind of money. So we could sit here at a table. And G could proclaim to be whatever. And he could say, I have all these years. How many people are actually going to do the research to make sure that G is who he says he is? How many people are going to actually uh, uh, do research to, to, to know if Ivan who's he, who is who he says he is or me? But, but to them, there's conviction behind that. So if I see you in a certain light, Mike, and it works for me, right? I see you. It's like, you know what? This guy's got it together. I kind of look up to him, this and that. Let's say I see you in a certain light. You're my hero. Would I really dive deep to try to find if you really are a true hero? Because You'd be scared of what you exactly, find. Exactly. There's so much convictions behind. You know, everyone has the, the, the ability... Um, that everyone has the ability that has the ability to actually hold a phone and do that and can find and look up and see that the Bible is historically proven. But even then, you got to be careful because as I was talking to somebody the other day, um, like two Saturdays ago, no, two Fridays ago, um, I was talking about Pew Research Center, which is a credible research center that a lot of research, they do a lot of research and they provide the results of their research to companies for whatever it is, whatever they're trying to do. So they, they, there's, it's funded 
to do, you know, for whatever, right? So at least it's some type of reputable, high reputable, who knows, right? But they're one of the most reputable research companies out there. Somebody was saying, oh, just Google it. So I just, so I just Googled whatever question they asked me. I Googled it. And the re results came back and I said, this is wrong because I've seen the Pew research for it. And they were arguing with me saying, no, you Googled it. This is what it is. I said, no, that's not real. That's not the real definition or that's not the real thing. Yeah. So when I went to Pew Research, I was like, this is a, a reputable company that is defining it for you. So use this as the real Which source. Which then just becomes a stumbling right, stone because, for because people all, looking for Because them. a lot of these websites, they're just going to pay for the Google Analytics, you yep. know, whatever they need to pay yeah, for. So to they get can get that SEO service up. That's it. Yeah. Companies, the real, some of the reputable companies, they don't either need to pay for it or they don't want to pay for it. They have enough reputation to decide they don't want to. So the confusion comes there with some of these cats, they're typing in, just Google, you know, who was Jesus. They're going to get that definition that's not necessarily the most, it's not reliable. It's just uh, who, whatever company was attached to the analytics and the results came up to the top and that was who you found and that's who was, who sponsors the, 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 the response that you got on Google and you think it's and it's not necessarily accurate. So these cats who Google in and they just first result they find they trip in, you, they don't see that and we we're guilty of it too, honestly. Yep. But that's where you have to check multiple sources. That's where you have to find out which is a reputable source. It requires work. Our generation doesn't want to do work. They Our generation doesn't want to. They want a fast answer and they think they get in the knowledge, but it's not necessarily the case. They're not necessarily getting all all the things that they need to get, um, and 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 it. And it sucks because we spent, we spent a lot of money on those phones thinking all you have to do is click and you're going to get, you, you're going to get information. You might not get the right information. And that's a stumbling block for a lot of people. Thank the Lord for the Bible. <laughs> yep. I mean, we see that, that still changes. Lot. We see that a lot. In, well, I see that a lot in the forums where automatically someone would be like no i saw this at this site and then i would be like okay uh what's the references that they used and they'll usually give their sources but it would be sources of someone just because he has a title but yet he has no real backing to it so when i talk about jesus and facebook people automatically would be like that jesus wasn't real jesus was just a, a cat that was born in a in some some place and studied some philosophical things but yet he did not he was a cat some cat street term nah, street term so cat. Stupid. It, that killed me i stopped <laughs> for a second i was like what <laughs> somebody actually went on your facebook and said jesus was a cat street terms those of you who did not know i was Get raised a bit in the street so you better snapshot that and post that on facebook imagine right it's a rat. this is how far we've gone People believe Jesus was a cat. Jesus, yeah, they sacrificing cats and and goats. That could and, be why this face so is there. I'm just kidding. Yo, oh, dang, he just hit you up with that. Uh, that's crazy. You had like articles or something that you had brought up for um, for this. You had mentioned it earlier. Oh yes, I have a ton of articles. While G pulls that up, I want to thank Ivan for being here today. He is a proud member of this 
elite club of three. And all of you who are listening are also part of the club. You go, you are known as the proof beyond reason nights. <laughs> wow. Nah, that's not happening. They just, I was going to say they just found, but some historical documents while G's looking at that. Uh, the Hittites were in biblical in 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 the bible the hittites um were a group of people right and it's always been known that they were just made up that's what people thought scientists um anything in history was that this group of people was made up but actually there was a finding um and let me tell you exactly where that finding was there was a finding in Ankara. Wow, I can't even say that right. Ankara. It's called Ankara. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me see. Yeah, there was a finding in Ankara. It was there. There was a finding in Turkey. That's where we're going to take it. There you go. And they discovered this these ruins that had a bunch of Hittite historical records, and it showed the empires flourishing in the midsection of the millennium uh, of BC, and this and and it posed such a challenge to to anything that was pushing an agenda to not have a biblical world that it got discredited asap 1906 in turkey they found that but you can't discredit history you can't discredit history but when it's affecting people's pockets and huge <laughs> come on fam and and it's it's affecting tax dollars and suddenly suddenly the the big players are not going to. It's true though. We see that with can, well, the cancer uh, system, where uh, a lot of doctors don't want to push the actual cures, so they refrain from actually giving in, like credible things that can actually help people with cancer. So they'll discredit some of the findings, or they'll discredit the medications. Yeah, there's drugs. like there's a bunch of uh, like it's like a trend now. Things well, they going get around. A bonus. They get a huge bonus. Uh, for pushing them in certain directions. Yeah. Know, yeah cancer yeah. patients. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, there, there's a huge trend going on of, uh, of videos going around or even like some research or testimonies. And I don't know the, the level of validity of them, but uh, essentially stating that diet really helps. Even those who have um, detected cancer uh, could, could be cured or it can be reversed with diet. I know there's some who, you know, it's at, just at some point you, you, you would probably need more than diet because it's gone. It's progressed too far that, or whatever. That, but that subject um, going back to to the God of the Bible, that subject is uh, it, it shines such a light on how people react, because when you're told that you have cancer, you're basically told that the worst thing, which is. You may die soon or you may know. I know when you're going to die six months, a year from now. And and what are you going to do? So you sh it shines the light on what people do, on what humans do when they're told that their time here is short. Well, I'm going to try everything. So the other person that doesn't know when they're going to die and, and believes that they have huge time is going to try to give you and take advantage of that because you're able to take advantage of because you don't want to die in that time. So here's this. If you spend this money, it's going to do that. Here's this new miracle drug for it. Take this. And that's the way we see people treating their 
their philosophy nowadays. When they start thinking about when I die and what happens when I die, well, man, I just want to really try everything out now because I don't want to be held to the Christian form. The Christian form actually is pushing me in a direction that feels uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to die, but I don't want to feel uncomfortable the whole way, too, if I'm going to die also. So they start trying multiple things. And I just think that the, the cancer shines a light on how we react when we're faced with a question of you may you may not be here forever. And that's what happens when we see it nowadays in our world right now. That's tough. That's a tough subject. Oh, uh, I have the articles here for those of you who want to actually check through the website AnswersInGenesis.org is an organization that discusses some of the things that are controversial or a lot of people like touching. Uh, one of the articles that I have here is what is the best evidence to discuss or to show that God exists and plainly simple like beginning sentence is the bible and we can keep going on with just 25,000 complete manuscripts saying the historically accuracy of scripture itself i mean that's amazing we talked about it briefly before dead sea scrolls it talks about in depth how the it proves the accuracy sea. of the transmission of the bible scrolls were found in come around in 1947 the mac uh the manuscripts were intact and kept in possession since the day of nineteen of nine hundred. Isn't that like the the closest? That's the closest of any ancient of document any that ancient exists. Ancient document yep. to that to the timeline. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. That we have huge. all these accounts, so we're always or atheists are always so quick to uh, quick to denounce scripture, but yet scripture affirms everything of what we continuously talk about. It shows us why we're here why good things happen, who is God, our purpose of existence, period, and also the questions we always ask ourselves are what's going to happen after we die or what's going to happen in life in general. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is This Is God, part two. Cowbell. Cowbell. Episode, Episode 11. 11. That's it. Bing. 11. 11. Bing. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening in. As always, uh, you guys, we want to know more. We want to hear more from you guys. If you guys want to want to actually have us talk about a certain topic or a certain subject, you guys can always hit us up at one of our any one of our five. We're right now on Facebook. Um, we're on YouTube, YouTube, YouTube SoundCloud, SoundCloud, iTunes, and and you can always email us at proofbeyondreason at gmail Always. Do we got something next week? We got something in store next week. Uh, we definitely, uh, we got, definitely something got something in store. store. I did want, I did want to give a quick plug, in plug in to, to uh, uh, geologyblog.com. Geologyblog.com. That's one word. Hold on. Let's say that again. It's G. G. Then E. Then another E. Ology. He just posted an article talking about changing moon. Oh, that's not an article. That's a poem. Oh, he wrote a poem. Well, you can follow him. You got articles. He's always posting something. If you follow him on his Facebook, 
um, definitely always posting something is is a good source to to be able to see. Absolutely, it. absolutely. And if you're and out, if you're there, out and there and you think and you, you want, want to help us help to push, push the initiative, initiative, initiative if you would like you would like for other people to listen, you want to be become a sponsor, sponsor, hit us up, hit us up, proof beyond reason at gmail or send us a Facebook message, we'll read it, and we definitely appreciate all the support that we haven't haven't received thus far for sure. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, guys, and that uh, that that bell button. It'll keep you updated all the time on YouTube and uh, iTunes. Will definitely always keep you updated. And until next time, guys, proof beyond reason.